Unravel Knits. We're a group that loves to knit and sometimes swear. So if your little knitters are present, you may want to wear your headphones. Today is December 11th, 2020. Thanks for listening. I'm Caitlin and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm Jess and my pronouns are also she, her, and hers. And I'm Kelsey and my pronouns are also she, her, and hers. And today's drink, we have, uh, we're starting with the Palisade Peach Wheat from Breckenridge Brewery. I even have my can opener handy today. Bottle opener. Nice. And it's a hazy American wheat bursting with peach flavor. And I picked it because honestly, Palisade peaches are the best peaches. Come at me, Georgia. But they are. (laughs) So, and the peel really gets you in the aftertaste. It's like the right amount of peach, though. Mm-hmm. Which Breckenridge Brewery is amazing, always. This is the first one of theirs I've had. No, you had really? the, We had their ale last week. We had the last we episode. Did? Oh, yeah. I forgot. The isolation, no, the isolation ale last week? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that one was a little strong for me. <laughs> I think I might like the lighter beers. I attacked the rest of that six-pack. <laughs> Josh enjoyed it. So Good. the husband was pleased. Good. This yeah, one uh, has thing. a nice has a nice carameliness to it too. Oh, that's a great word. Yeah, I'm gonna go caramely and palisade peachy. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's smooth. And you all obviously can't see this, but Caitlin's being photobombed by her cat. So I Mellow sure says hello. I have a really exciting story to tell you guys later okay. on oh. the podcast about this cat. <sighs> I've oh my god I've waited like two days to tell you guys anyways (laughs) just just keep everyone listening I guess I'm gonna say that's coming (laughs) (laughs) all right so then I guess we have a few announcements to start with um by the time that you hear this it's already gonna have it will have already been live a little bit but we now have a Ravelry group and a Facebook page and even in our Ravelry group, we have members. Woo! Uh, the K Olson one 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 three two two, or Kelly was our first member. So thank you for joining us. Yay! <laughs> we have a welcome thread in there. So please, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves, we would be more than happy to have you join in with our conversation. And we also want to give a thank you to the F this knit. Discord chat for letting us share our podcast on their Chatty Bitches channel. If you haven't given them a listen, do. They're awesome. They're like my first knitting podcast that I listened to. I, I was a very big fan. <laughs> and that's also how I met you guys, so it worked out. Yeah. It did. No wonder I couldn't see that. I would have been signed in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have a few updates on our projects. Um, I have made good headway on my Relentless Shawl. I actually finished the brioche today, which I have not told you guys yet. So now I'm on to stocking at City. Yay! And I have a heel on my Christmas socks. Oh, and I finished the gusset on my friendship socks, which I was supposed to be done with by September 1st. So, you know, only a little bit behind, but it counts. It's not January. That's true. Thank you. Good things happen to those who wait for their knitting, hand knitting. It's procrastinating and it's what I do. But this is the Ooh, that really is turning out so cool. I like how the heel came out. I did a short row heel for the first time and I only have a little gap here. I should be able to close that with uh, when I weave my ends in. So, mm-hmm. yay. 
remind us what that colorway is. Uh, this is Bumble's Bounce from Mustache Yarn. It's one of their must-match sock sets. So it comes with two different oh. skeins all twisted together. And um, they, they match up perfectly. The stripes should align. I shouldn't have to fuddle with it. So, yay. And it's um, gray and white and red and green and white again and gold. And it's really pretty. I just, I, it reminds, oh, it reminds I was, me of this wrapping paper that my dad had for the longest time. <laughs> like it lasted forever for years and years in those colors. I think it had trains on it. But those yeah. exact colors. And I just love how like the green and the gold, like they're almost like shiny, even though it's it's super soft. I don't know yeah. how they did that, but it's yeah. it's really beautiful. And, and there's no like sparkles in it. It's just, but it's it's like the stupidest soft yarn I have ever touched. So, and that's saying something. This is softer than my merino cashmere nylon. So it's soft. Wow. What, do you know the content? Uh, yeah, it's just um, merino and nylon. I don't have the oh. exact numbers because I don't have my tag, but I think it might be eighty-five, fifteen. But it's nice. Do recommend. What do you have going for you, Kelsey? Currently in my hand is my, um, well, my Advent crochet. Nice. It alternates between a solid color and speckly colors every day. The fiber nymph dye works Advent calendar. And what I'm doing with it is uh, kind of a variation on the Automania wrap by Mark Roseboom, I think. Yes, it's right there. Uh, but I'm altering it a little bit to make it more of a wrap because it wasn't going to be very long as it was. I really like it though. I just love how the colors flow into each other. Mm-hmm. It's really and pretty. And all the speckles match. And I'm only one day behind. That's doing really, really well. You've been killing it with that. It and I love the updates. Yesterday is until about 11 o'clock. <laughs> See, I wouldn't I've have had... that restraint. It'd be open already like three days ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I really enjoyed making reels each day on Instagram. And I enjoy watching them. watching them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, if only we could say frog it at the same time. <laughs> oh, lonely. Yeah, that's my bad. It's so hard on video, though. In person, we got it. Yes. <laughs> I'm only awkward and on if, video. Good to know. If you think you're behind on a project, this is my, um, was going to be my Halloween show. Yeah. Halloween is still closer to us than September. So, oh no, no, it was due by Halloween. True. It wasn't September 1st. Right, it was Halloween. October 31st. No, the sock. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. Just far behind. yeah. There we go. I was giving myself too much credit. See, you're ahead of me. I still have 18 rows to go. And they're the longer rows at the top, right? Yeah. They are. And they just keep going and going. They're about an arm length long now. <laughs> that is the downside to the Relentless Shawl. It is, it's massive. Yes. Like, y'all, you need to see this. It is floofy and huge. And I did not expect it to have grown this much. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Wow. The bigger than my face. Not, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you don't like those colors very much, do you, Jeff? I love them. As she is uh, wearing a color that is very similar, at least in video. I have a very small color palette. So <laughs> it makes it so everything matches. It even matches so... the outfit I'm wearing now. Exactly. Sure 
What have Ooh, you got going for have, you, Caitlin? Oh, wait, Kelsey's not done. I have Sorry, one more Kelsey. thing. Okay. I have my descent sweater. Oh, that is so pretty. I'm past the color work. I had the one boo-boo where I was off by a few stitches. But did you fix it or did you leave an it? Issue. I left it. You so have to you I have to have one mistake every time. That's what you um, right. said. I didn't read the last increase round. So I was off by six inches or six stitches. But I think it's gonna be just fine. Or so have my mistake. In, uh, go ahead. Well, I'm in Stockinet City now. So we're there together. Long distance high five. But um even, my even in is. the motion, we did not match high fives. Not at all. But um <laughs> I, I, I pearled where I should have knitted. So I have one backward <laughs> stitch on my brioche. That's my favorite brioche air too. I keep doing that in my hat. I only did it like once. Fast. It's like easier. And suddenly I found that I switched like halfway through my row and I'm like, my I did up. that at least twice. That is frustrating. <laughs> and then I got halfway through my first stock in at row and I realized I forgot to increase at the beginning. So I had to tink back. Oh, I have a related work. situation. I was at work. So the proper cuss words could not be said. <laughs> last night I was working on Das Monster and I made a mistake on the other side and it's fine I increased too quickly but it fits Riker so I'm like okay I'm just gonna do the same mistake on the other side and instead I just didn't do any of my decreases decreases not increases I'm trying to decrease first size and yeah so the other side just had <laughs> no decreases and I got through I think it was on my third stripe and then I realized it so I was like, I was really cruising. I was even like weaving in my ends really fast. And usually I'm really slow, at least fast for me, not fast. Did you weave as you, did you weave as you went again? Mm -hmm. You need to procrastinate on that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Like, don't be so on top of that. That's going to bite you in the butt. (laughs) And it sure did. But I'm hoping that because I have the tails, I, I won't have to like join the yarn and I can use the same colors. And since it's decreasing. So hopefully I don't have to like free, like I won't run out. Um, Fingers crossed. We can hope. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that's one of mine. Nothing really going on on my dishcloths. They're just still working. Um, well, my car dishcloths. I did finish and I have got it. Show you guys. I did the copycat dishcloth. And I had just a little bit of remaining yarn from the Yuletide from Peaches and Cream. And so I use that for like the stripes. I like how it pooled. Yeah. And that's, that is exactly where my yarn ended. So it was, it was pretty that good. Worked out perfectly. <laughs> so I figured if not, if it was like white on one of the like stockinette rows, it'd be fine since it, it has white in the color changing. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it. And the last time I did this, I don't think I did the edges right where you at the beginning of the round, you slip it knit wise, and then I'm a not beginning the round row. I knit in the round a lot, and then you purl that last stitch, so it makes like a nice, nice, pretty border. Do you mean that you slip it purl wise, and then you knit the last stitch? That's that's the same. I mean, that would be the same result, but that's the way I, I the pattern reads. Is it the same? I think result? you're right. I think it is the same result. Yeah, that sounds that. like it'd be the same result because if you're slipping pearl wise and then knitting the last stitch which would be less work be fat like it make more sense than me switching to pearl my last stitch but that's just the way that the pattern said that's smart 
I'm gonna remember that next time because I just <laughs> added that into a pattern and now I'm doing that every time and I'm gonna think that would have been faster. So because I finished this, I cast it on another dishcloth using four yarns because I'm crazy. Oh. Um, <laughs> so Kelsey gave me, oh gosh, do I not have this written down? Is it your scrubby yarn? Yeah. Shiny, sparkly, red and green. Oh, here it is. Okay. So the dishcloth pattern is the Crazy H8's dishcloth by Julie Tarsha. And so I'm holding double the Red Heart Scrubby Sparkle and the Knit Picks Dishy Twist, which I'm super excited about because I tried to do a dishcloth with the Dishy Twist and I didn't like it. Like the garter, it was just, it was like too much going on and it's like perfect for this. So I've got red and green of both of them, which the names are for the Dishy Twist, it's Fiesta Red and Jalapeno. And for the Scrubby Sparkle, it's Strawberry and Avocado, which really makes me want to have some tacos. But (laughs) (laughs) it's fun. It's circular. And so each like of the eight wedges, I'm doing different colors. So yeah, and I'm making it for Kelsey. So surprise. Not totally surprised. That was kind of the agreement on you giving me the yarn, but (laughs) kind of. I I said maybe. (laughs) <laughs> I'm excited about it. <laughs> with I think the bright, it's super cute. With the bright orange yarn I'm going to give you, I do not want a project. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, <laughs> you can thank so me by not making me something out of it. I'm so excited. Yeah. You have no idea. I have, I've been searching for a while. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a worsted weight. So it's like standard. I, I It might be like comparable to Red Heart. Not super okay. rough, but not super soft. But it's bright orange. That's totally fine. My dad will be thrilled. It's going to be for his Christmas present that probably won't come by Christmas. But tonight I've made a ton of progress actually on my kitchen table project. And it is the Brioche Starter Hat by Arena K. I'm doing that one in green and then Malabrigo Mm -hmm. uh, liquid amber. The green is uh, Cascade 220. And it's going really well. Yes. Thank you not just green. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm through my third round of decreases. And I think there's just one more. And they're pretty fun. And brioche. I'm really excited about brioche. And it's the four stitch decrease where you like move the stitch back and forth and you're holding the stitch up front. And I just put it on a cable needle. And yeah. Oh, that's good. It took me a hot minute to figure it out. But once I did, I'm like, I really, this is really fun. Like just kind of going back and forth and I was getting kind of quick and I don't know. It reminds me it of a puff stitch enjoyable. from crochet. All right. So you're going to teach similar. me that. Oh, I will. It's a fun stitch and it works. You're gonna it, do- it's great for scrubbies because it, it's kind of bumpy. It's like a big bump. And if you do popcorn stitches and puff stitches, it's, it's a lot of fun. Ooh, Kelsey, oh, that is pretty. That. She's holding up this yarn that's like neon purple and it is super pretty. Yeah, I need that in orange. It's like violently violet. It is violently violet. I think that's my new favorite alliteration. Violently violet. Violently violet. Um, and then I'm just currently, I haven't actually started working on it during the podcast, but I'm currently holding my sweater and should be knitting on it. But I, I'm drinking instead, but I will be. But as it's a going supplier well. of, As a supplier of tonight's beers, I say knit you. All right. But <laughs> at the same time, do we want to talk about finished objects or open another beer? That's my question. Both. Yes. Did you say both? I said or both. beer. 
I don't know oh, what that means, but okay. I have my beer. That means beer. That means beer. Yeah, good call. So this one is a Cherry Bomb Blonde, and it's by Front Street Brewery in Davenport, Iowa. There we go. But it is packaged in Wisconsin. Yeah, which kind of sucks. Because I thought it was an Iowa beer, and I was very proud of myself for picking an Iowa beer. Well, oh, it is like it is an Iowa beer. What they do is a lot of breweries do this. They have their cans contracted by another brewery that's mm. bigger and has machinery. That so makes like sense. this is this is canned by Potosi, which they're a bigger brewery, and so it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and then they've got the this collaboration. Good. That did kind of answer a question I always wondered in the back of my head was how these little breweries like Five One Five. There's not enough space in that place for them to be producing cans, and yet they have them. Uh, she so. actually does can. Really? I believe. Yeah. That's impressive. But you're or at least right. I find uh, it impressive. Well, like Barntown, I think Confluence, they've all can in-house. It's fairly amazing how small canning machines are anymore, or if you don't want the big quality. But mm-hmm. I don't know what I think of the beer, though. I think it's right on what it said, like the title. It reminds me more of like the, the like the bar cherries, you know, like the bars you get the little fake cherries. Mm. What was it called? Maraschino. Um, is that what those are? Yes, thank you. Which is not bad. I enjoy those cherries, but that's the cherry I'm getting from it. I'm getting like cough syrup cherry, and I don't care for it. <laughs> so funny story. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, yes. When I pulled this one out of the fridge and told Cole what beer we were having, he's like, oh, that's the cough syrup one. Ah, see, Cole gets it. It tastes like cough syrup. I regret choosing this beer. It doesn't taste nearly as strong as I thought it used to, so. I don't hate it, though. Well, I have more of them if if one of you want to adopt them. I'll drink them. It's fuller body than I expected for a blonde ale but it's not heavy no it's not it just i don't yeah. like the flavor of it totally fair i just yeah i was trying to describe the way it feels to me i'm old enough i don't need to drink cough syrup to get drunk so oh, <laughs> why would <goodness>. i <laughs> and the, I was never clever enough, like, to put the water in the whiskey bottle after you took some or, like, vodka or whatever. Like, apparently people did that. I was very sheltered, was, and my parents didn't really have alcohol, so. I was just too good. I don't know. I, that never crossed my mind. <laughs> like, it never crossed my mind to just grab a beer out of the refrigerator or anything. Like, never. I don't know. <laughs> well, what I was kind you, of bummed when... Uh... Well, I was kind of bummed that we didn't have uh, Lining Google's Berry Vice tonight. I know. Because... I wish I'd picked that instead of the Cherry <laughs> cherry Bomb Blonde. We will have more episodes. We will. We will have it. And you can always tack that one on somewhere because it's like the dessert. Be like, or you oh, can have your dessert first, whatever you want. And it's just, Good it's option. really easy to drink. I, I regret not picking that beer. <sighs> we'll have to come back to it. I do me. like how on this can they've got the like 1940s it's a pinup girl pinup girl giant boobs well and she actually has a stomach too true she has curves she's mm-hmm. 
a very cur- well, not super curvy, but she's a normal woman. Yeah, not just awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's refreshing. And I feel like that's starting to come back finally. Yes. Uh, anyway, FOs. Uh, I already talked about mine because I got all excited. I have no. So, so Kelsey, your turn. Do you want an? Do you want an FO parade? Yes. Yes. You have to ask. Do you want to start? Do you want hands or feet first? Let's do hands and work our way down. Oh, I'm sorry. Not hands. I don't have anything for the hands. Oh, I have my head or my feet. Oh, well, head. Well, now we don't want to hear about it. I mean, head, shoulders, sorry. knees, and toes. It works. <laughs> first, we'll start with this hat that you haven't seen or heard mentioned of. It is the Molly May hat. That's I like cute. It. I will have to, have to look up who it's by. But it was on my 20 and 20 list for Fireman's Dye Works podcast group. I knocked this one out in like two days. Wow. I, I swear nice. one of your one of your parents is a knitting machine. Just flat out. They have to be. You are part robot and its purpose is knitting. I could see that. Mm. But it's a nice, easy color work. So it's got that little bit of weight. It had all of nine rows of color work. So is that stranded or how is that? Yes, it is stranded. So I've got the nice little okay. floats going on. It's real cute. I like the yellow too. It's like bright, but it's not highlighter bright. It's like daisies. In between. Yeah. It's, it's like yellow daisies. It's Iowa State Cyclone vintage yellow and red. Yes. So that one's that one. <laughs> on the theme of 20 and 20, I also have the Emma Joy hat, which last time I talked about yarn that was in my mailbox that I didn't go get oh that's real cute that is super cute and I don't know it's a cloche style so that's kind of why this little band is here over the um brim Brim? which yeah I had never worked a brim in garter stitch just flat like this so that was kind of cool construction that'd be kind of nice because there'd be no purling there is purling Oh, well, that's... Because it's in the round. <sighs> oh, shoot, yeah. Just snip backwards. My stitches come all lopsided when I do that, and then I have to block. And I'm a whiny knitter, so I'm going to whine about something regardless. That's why we um, have each other. So we can whine. <laughs> Not, I don't have them with me. I finished my Alaska hat. It got all blocked out of the sink. And my wavering hat is done, and it's sitting in Cole's car. He's already put it to use. So we don't get to see the Alaska hat post-blocking? What? No, it's already blocked. It's I just can't find it today for some reason. What? You lost it? That's Our I'm taking it from you for safekeeping. It. I have lost it in the house. Um, yep, when you find it, I'm kidnapping it for its own good. Mm-hmm. All right, so now, now for the feet. I just finished these. <gasps> that yarn looks familiar. <laughs> you may have seen it before. I may have knitted with it before. That's the Bri- Bifrost, Bifrost Mist, right? It is indeed by Valkyrie. I love these. I just did a vanilla sock toe up. I ooh, this is the first thing that I've never done before. I did a true afterthought heel. Nice. So I didn't put in any waste yarn. I cut my knitting. Yeah, I don't have that. Pulled in it out. Yeah. I think if you're going to start somewhere, if you're thinking of staking anytime, that this would be a good starting spot. 
All right, Speaking Kelsey, you're just... going to help me do that this year. Mm. That's that's added to my get list of probably too many goals. You are braver than I. Sneaking is not happening until at least 2022. Oh, I think I have a goal out there somewhere that I'm supposed to speak something this year. Done. Did I speak something? Yeah, no, afterthought. He'll do. You just told us. No, but yes, I, but I want to like truly. I want to do a strand and Keller work that steeped. I have 20 days. All right. Rest well, your descent, <laughs> your descent sweater could become a descent cardigan. Hey, not really. No. There was no extra panel built in for it. Mm. No extra stitches, really. It could be a very loose cardigan. Or maybe I make one of your children a worsted weight sweater. <laughs> I think Riker's at the age where anything he can take off, he does take off. <laughs> but I will accept there. anything mm. that's knitted. I think it's wonderful and he looks real cute in that stuff. Or I do a mug rug and just do something easy. <laughs> That'd be fun. Oh, a coaster. I was like, why would you? I thought you meant like one of the little things you slide onto a mug, like the mug cozies. Oh, but I might do something like a mug cozy so that I do the color work on the ground, steak it, and then like act like I'm putting on a ribbing, like a sweater. Yeah, you, you can, can make a mug sweater. Or something. That'd be cute. There we go. That's what I'll do. That'd be a cute Christmas gift. <laughs> I um, have what other uh, FLs we got going on? Kelsey is all. I, I, I don't have any. It. Right. I Stash enhancements. Enhancements. Man, I'm in trouble. We're not even through updates and I'm slurring. <laughs> Anyways, stash enhancements. Yes. I think it's Malabrigo Rios. Um, I think I can't remember which Malabrigo it is, but it, it's pretty sure it's Rios. Um, in Anniversario, it's like pinks and blues and purples and reds oh. and greens, like a vibrant oh, that one's sunset. Amazing. And I got it to crochet a hat for my daughter, which oh is also a current project. So that's, there we go. go. Forgot one. And oh, it's just right. pattern. Yeah, yeah. I I don't like crocheting from patterns because I kind of get it better than knitting, so I just kind of wing it. So. I am starting to see where that could be much easier to do, just to kind of wing it. Except for blankets. Blankets I will do from a pattern, but like Amy Garumi, I, I wing it. Like I'll follow a little bit of the pattern, but I, I always tweak it. So Customize it. Yes. What about you, Kelsey? Any stash enhancements besides your advents? I've, I didn't even mention my fiber advent yet. Besides my advent calendars, no. I'm like, oh, uh, take that back. I had a tiny little stash enhancement from some wonderful friends of mine that cheered me up on a Friday evening after found out that a coworker had been tested positive for COVID and that made for a wonderful end of the week. We shut down the office and went home and she has yeah. actually fortunately tested negative twice more now. So okay. no symptoms. Yeah, she has said no symptoms, tested negative. And same, things seem to be fine in the office now. So false positive? Probably. She went to the same center twice and had one positive and one negative and went to a second place once and had a negative. Well, so who knows? That's good. good that she got the negatives. So, But it was very nice of you, too, to surprise me with beer and a mini skein. And I don't even have it in front of me to tell you what it was. 
It's Which green really and I got just... from a person on Etsy. You gave me her address, ah. you helped, and you told me what beer she liked. <laughs> you filled my head with ideas. It's true, but it was Jess is very good at cheering people up. <laughs> it was much appreciated. Good. How about you, Caitlin? Oh gosh. <laughs> so my parents have asked me to make them baby Yoda hats, now Grogu. Sorry. That's a spoiler if you guys are not there in The Mandalorian. I don't think I'm going to take it out, bud. No, I did? You did. You broke up in the middle of it, so we don't know. Yeah, it was garbled. We just heard spoiler alert and a bunch of garble. Well, so we found out. I'm sounding okay now. (laughs) Anyways, Mandalorian. My parents love it. They love Baby Yoda, which is not really Yoda. And we found out his name in an episode which is already a spoiler so i won't say his name so then kind of being nice so my mom wants it in green like him so i've i have already knitted three of them so i have i'm I'm gonna do cloudborn they're super wash merino bulky in moss and then my dad wants it for hunting so he wants like super bright orange and i want the other hat in bright orange yeah it's gonna be great I was see, having such a hard time finding the right orange. I thought it was going to be like, you know, an ordinary hunting hat, like two by two rib or something. I didn't realize it was going to be a bright orange right. Yoda hat. It is. I'm so excited. See, it's now you can just be- have the yarn like absolutely for free because I'm really amused to see how this comes out. I'm still going to make you an epic dishcloth. Okay. Even if it's just on the bias of grandma's pattern. I love them so much. They make me so happy. They know to a good dishcloth. So anyways, since I had to buy that yarn, and I did buy a yarn that is a beautiful orange yarn. It's a Valley Yarns. It's their Berkshire Berkshire Bulky in Pumpkin. And it's going to be really great from, pop, from her pumpkin hats next year, but it is just not, it's not going to work for this hat. So it's it's still kind of, it's too soft. Like even the, the yarn that I did the pumpkin hat in would be better. I have to find something better. Because they were having a sale. And because I have to get, well, it's from yarn.com. So they don't have free shipping, but I know if I went over some threshold, I would get something. So I had to buy a bunch of other yarns (laughs) and I will put most of them on the show notes because I actually don't have a plan for most of them, but I had them in my wish list and I just, I was like, well, but they're on sale. So it's okay. It's because we're kind of all yarn dragons and that is our treasure hoard. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Treasure Horde and Dragon. I got several that were sock weight yarns because I, I'm really excited about knitting my first adult socks. Nice. And I did a lot that were um, different types of hand paints. And um, there's one by Cloudborn where it's mostly black, which I know I'm crazy, but I like it. And then there's like stripes of pink and blue in it. And I thought that that would be pretty fun. So Ooh. Um, that's their Black Sea. It's That's really, really pretty. pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've got got a bunch in there. I'll put them in the notes. And then because I spent too much money, I got a um, cable knitting kit. It came in a little cute white foldy thing. Oh, that's adorable. And it's got pockets. Nice. Um, and there's two um, circular needles in there that I think will be really nice to hold like sleeves with and stuff. Like I'm, I'm too spoiled by Chai Gu and uh, Addy knitting needles so I, I probably won't use those to to actually knit but 
it's pretty cool. And there's some wood knitting needles in there. So if you ever want to knit some pasta, you can do that. <laughs> there's some what in there? Oh, no, no. You weren't included in on this, I don't think. No. There isn't. We'll send it to you. There is an Instagram video of people knitting with wooden spoons and oh, pasta. They're ramen noodles, right? Yeah. No. These look or way no. more like fettuccine. Oh, that would There's be weird something to thicker. But we've decided, and we have someone who is willing to video it for us and everything. Nice. That we are going to knit pasta in the near future. Spoilers. <laughs> Stay tuned Anyways. for pasta knitting. Bonus content. <laughs> Pass my slightly giant stash increase. <laughs> um, we have our question <laughs> of the episode. What has been your biggest knitting fail? Want to start off with Kelsey? Yes, because she left and hers me. mysteriously blank. Yep. Because I have no clue what it is. I am well it doesn't knit. have to be your biggest it can just be be a good one a good fail I have seriously been thinking about this all week seriously oh and I I'm not sure I've knit hats that are too large I've knit socks that are too large sounds like your biggest fail then is not having smaller needles I think my biggest fail is not swatching or even reading gauge when I was starting we're going to pretend I'm not personally attacked by that, okay? <laughs> right. No, it's definitely not a thing because everybody goes through it. I'm and still like, in it. <laughs> I just hope that it doesn't happen with this sweater. Overlarge sweaters see, are the comfiest sweaters. Especially that sweater. That mm. sweater is the perfect, like, boyfriend, oversized, wonderful sweater. And in that color, too, that is going to be so cute no matter what size it is. All right, Kelsey, we'll let you off the hook. Hmm. If I think of something, we can come back. Okay. Mine is my uh, scotch broom. I still hate that thing. It's still sitting in its yarn. I have not frogged it. I don't know when I will frog it. It's just going to sit there in the corner thinking about what it did. Oh, it's some night we'll just sit like, around taking shots and then that's when we'll do it yeah yeah maybe after we finish drink number three maybe that'll have enough <laughs> alcohol to it to make me frog it we'll see I don't know if I have enough cuss words to frog it I did it in a bad choice of yarn it's very variegated the yarn itself is gorgeous it's deep dyed yarns and their, their colors are always so beautiful but it's like in reds and browns and pinks and I love it. And I gave it way too much ease, so I drown in it. And I also didn't swatch, and I made it too short. Because <laughs> it was for a knit-along, so I rushed myself into finishing it. So, and I didn't even win a prize. <laughs> it was just mistakes all around. Learning at opportunity. Some point, if you want to re-knit it, cool. If you ever want that knit for you, I'm offering to knit that for you. Maybe. I might take you up on that. Aww. Thank you, Kelsey. You're welcome because I want to knit that, but it's not really something I would wear. Deal. Because <laughs> it's super cute. And I just, I don't want to knit it again. I don't ever want to look at that pattern again. There's absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with the pattern. It is written very, very well. I think it's wool and pine and their patterns are absolutely amazing. They also had a book just come out and I really want to buy it. It's, it's a fabulous freaking pattern. 
Guys, I, I forgot. Don't ever want to look at it again. Dash enhancement. <gasps> How dare you? We have to go back. Okay, we're going right back now. Right, right now. now. Okay. Oh, I bought this, and I'm counting it as Whoa. dash enhancement. Look at Ooh, it. Oh, grab It's a textbook. So it is okay. the principles of knitting by June Hemmons Hyatt. Caitlin, I'm sorry, but you can't have it because dibs. No, no, no. I already said grabby hands. It's mine. But I said dibs. You didn't say dibs. I dibsed. <laughs> it's well, like, I I don't <laughs> read it cover to cover, but I'm going to read a lot of this. Like I've, I've glanced through and it just tells you everything. So I need to get that. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Uh, I can't think of her name, but the girl from I Thought I Knew How just had an episode of Knitting Books. And when she was talking about this one, I'm like, this... This is going to make me really happy. So I'm <laughs> counting as a stash enhancement and it's amazing and it knows everything. Okay. Which back to our regular, transition. Yeah. yeah, back to regular schedule. Talk about my, my knitting fails. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we covered so, mine. So I restarted knitting around June and that is the first time I've ever followed a pattern because Kelsey introduced me to Ravelry. Mm-hmm. Before then, I Look just- Look where that went. Of, did whatever which means most of the time it didn't go well which is why I kept trying to make scarves like start scarves and then I would not finish them because they go forever and I couldn't make anything else and so I had tried to make a few hats and I made I tried to make an ear flap hat and the ear flaps are actually appropriately sized but everything else is just way too big (laughs) and then I didn't know what magic loop was so I'm trying to like finish the end and like it's so tight and like everything's pulling everything. I did finish it. And then I donated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was in black. Oh, no better. Okay, well there's mistake know. number 1, knitting in yes. black. Bold move, friend. Bold there's move. Just, there's just so much there. So much there. And then I made a scarf completely in stockinette which would have been really nice and cute and wide and pretty, except for it was a stockinette. So it went from being like, like a hand in my half width to like, like this little twisted thing that was very small. Do you still have it? It was a gift to my dad. Does he still have it? I don't know. If he still has it, you can add a crochet border and that'll flatten it out. Oh, Mm -hmm. I also didn't know about good yarn yet. So it's, it's an acrylic. I don't know. Acrylic's not it's okay bad, though. It was in college and that's like 10 years ago. I don't know. Okay. We'll forget about the scarf. <laughs> it can go to the corner of lost and forgotten knitting with my scotch broom. Yeah, they can hang out wherever that is. I can be buddies. It's like the island yeah. of what is it, misfit toys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, island see, of crappy knitting. Bad. <laughs> it didn't mean to be curly. It just was. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of those things that everybody has to knit once in their life, though, right? Because you don't learn that it curls until... Yeah, I mean, how often do you guys see that in the Facebook knitting groups? Yeah. It's always a scarf. It is. Because most people think that... (laughs) Most people think that a scarf is going to be an easy knitting project. I mean, it garter is. That that's... (laughs) We'll get to it later. Uh, anyways, we want to give a quick update on our goal since we crushed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So our goal for the year is to wrangle Ravelry. And previous episode, we had to organize our projects page. And you guys killed it. And I am still working on it. 
No, you look pretty good. You had all your current stuff up there. Yeah, I need to update my pictures. I'm very close. So. But I was still the last to the goals party, and it was my idea. So that shows how much you guys should listen to me. Just because you say we should do something doesn't mean you do it correctly, right? True. Yeah, when you tell people to do it, doesn't mean you have to do it then. It just means they have to do it. Those who can't do, tell. Exactly. I tried to do a little bit of mine every day. You did really, really good. I updated a number of projects that were finished or added a bunch of different photos. I frogged a number of things and hibernated some things that should probably just be frogged anyway. That was one thing that we caught on mine is I needed to hibernate something. Island of Misfitness. Yeah. It's a thing now. It really is. Mm -hmm. That's where they're chilling. Gravel Knits thing now. The Island of Misfitness. (laughs) I like it. So smooth. I like it. Mm -hmm. I don't have the perfect Ravelry anywhere, but my projects page is pretty ridiculous. Like I take daily pictures and I upload them. It's like the the washcloth or dishcloth that I'm making for Kelsey, you have progress by each like square or triangle, I guess. By each. <laughs> each way. Yeah. Well, my advent has everyday pictures. Yeah, but that's an advent. And yeah, I know. It's, it's you're doing like I don't know more than like three rows at a time. <laughs> three teeny rows. <laughs> clarify these are like 16 stitches is the longest i'm doing four rows at a time but they're long they're 70 stitches long as the widest widest plane i love it i love those colors anyways jess what's our next ravelry goal our next one is to quench the queue which kelsey came up with and is a genius way to say it but we just need to make sure that they've all been given a taste of something right Yep, we're going to straighten the hell out of our cues. So I have about 25-ish items on there, and they're all from back when I was, like, really into crocheting. I just learned it, so, like, 90% of them are crochet projects I'm actually never, in fact, going to do. And I need to update it with the knit projects I actually need to work on eventually. Maybe. Probably not. But still. What do you need to do with yours, Caitlin? Well... I was afraid that this was going to be the next goal. So I actually started on it and I'm happy where it's at, but it's eight pages. I have 200 and, oh, I'm on the wrong page. It's like 226 projects in my queue. There's a lot of dishcloths though. So I went through every day. I'm like a whole episode ahead, so I'm ruining everything, but. Um, I went through starting with page eight all the way to one and like really thought about each thing. And then I went back through one through eight and I might do it one more time. So I'm not done, but I I've started. Yeah. How are we doing on personal goals? Personal goals. Let's see. I have made zero progress on my personal knitting goals. I mostly I'm going to wait until January to start the hand knitter program. Uh, the master hand knitter level one swatches will start then. And I have done nothing with designing anything, getting any kind of pattern down. So we'll see. I'll go. I also thought we were starting that in January. And since we're recording this in December, I have not touched it. Although technically I am knitting myself some socks. So 
maybe yeah, unintentionally counts. a little bit. Even if it's a little early, it totally counts. Uh, is it wise to start our 2021 goals in 2020? Is that just setting us up for disaster? I mean, it is 2020, so probably so. We need to like, you know, do some sage, mm-hmm. air out this, make sure there's no bad vibes coming with us. As for me, I most of my goals are kind of related to 20, like getting it done in 2021. I've thought more about pattern ideas. Yeah. Any spoilers? No, they're probably going to be a lot of wine bottle covers because that's that was my plan for Christmas for everyone this year. And then now it's my plan for Christmas for everyone next year. That's fair. So I'll have like a million to choose from because I'm going to get that done. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking I'd make like just a standard one because all of mine has like some sort of color work on them. So I might just do one that's just like a pretty yarn to kind of have like a base basic to start. So I can build from that. That's not a bad a better idea. Job writing the, mm-hmm. Which I've got a lot of lot started and Kelsey tech edited one of them already. But yeah, I think that might be a nice, nice starting point to add before it. Well, you could assuming it snows this weekend, like they're saying it's going to, coal will not be around, which will give me time to hopefully do the rest of the tech editing on that pattern. Excellent. Nice. Because then so I can test it. it. Yeah. That's one of my goals. I would like to test knit something too. I'm I'm interested in that experience. Well, you How can test knit the hat if I actually write it down. So that's right. Yeah, I'm totally doing that. If I write it down. <laughs> I'm excited. And it gives me a reason to buy more Malabrigo. <laughs> um anyways, we should probably get to our topic. Yes. I think we're, we're gonna have no problem making an hour this time. I think no. it's kind of a two-parter. First one is how did you learn to knit? So I think Kelsey. Okay. I, like I've mentioned before in other podcasts, I have been, you know, playing with sticks and string forever, as long as I can remember. This here is a nice navy blue corduroy project bag. <laughs> this was my very first project bag. Oh, Kelsey. And yeah. And in it was, uh, I don't, I know I have them somewhere. I have my original needles. But it came with a pair of wooden needles and a red bottle of yarn. I know I got it for Christmas one year. So I remember sitting Christmas Day on the couch with my mom and dad and starting a scarf then. For the longest time. so warm and fuzzy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like yarn. For the longest time, I was trying to figure out, like, I I can visualize how my mom started the cast on of that scarf. And for the longest time, I could not figure out what cast on it was. And just recently, it occurred to me that it was backwards loop, <laughs> which would have oh. made sense for the time because I would have been in the 90s. It was backwards loop, garter stitch scarf. And I know I still have it somewhere, but it's got, you know, <laughs> holes and different stitch counts and dropped stitches and... I'm going to have to look I up know the I backwards loop cast on because I think that's the one I started out with too. Cause I was doing a cast on in a weird way and it's, it's not right. the twisted cast. It's, it's not like your standard cast on like long tail. It's, it's not German twist. It, You're just putting a loop on a needle. Yeah. And it was also a yeah. garter scarf. That was, that was mine as well when I was 12 and for like six years till I was about 18 or 19, it was all I knew how to make. I didn't find Ravelry until I was 23 when a coworker showed me. Well, yeah, so my, my mom 
and dad taught me, my, my mom taught me how to sew, uh, to knit. And she really, really encouraged my learning. I went to, they had adult learning classes and mm-hmm. I was probably, probably 12 or so. And I was able to go to the adult learning class for knitting, nice. which was pretty cool. That's so awesome. That's how I learned. And then after that, I was just kept going, kept figuring out how to do different stitches, different whatever, different projects, making fails, making large hats. <laughs> <laughs> go, Caitlin. Okay, cool. I'm not sure if anyone taught me. I think I taught myself, but I mean, it's been a while. And I think like my grandma bought me this book, which is definitely out of print called The Knitting Dictionary. And I don't know if there's patterns in it. I didn't follow them if there's patterns, but I like learned seed stitch out of it and stuff like that. So that's, I think how I started. Nice. And I think earlier I was saying like, I didn't think to find a pattern. So I made life hard for myself for a while <laughs> until basically this year. <laughs> So. Ravelry yeah. is a game changer though. Once you, once you yes. find like a site that shows you actual patterns and I know yeah. that there have been issues with it now. Well, and YouTube too. Oh yeah. You yes. can go and find a video of pretty much everything. And when I started that, that just wasn't a thing. And so Mm-mm. it's yeah, amazing. I've, I've uh, knitted through the back of the loop forever. I did. I just learned that this year. How to I learned how to, correctly. yeah. That's why I knit, I can knit backwards because I didn't flip my work, which I know this book tells you to do, but I just would go back and forth. <laughs> you sure that that's yeah. not your biggest knitting mistake? The yeah. first time I watched Caitlin knit, I was so confused as to what she was doing. <laughs> and then so once she told me what she was doing, I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. <laughs> But the now reason, I'm, I'm definitely a right-handed knitter, but I can go backwards if I want, or left-handed. Mm-hmm. I can do left-handed throwing and continental, so that's how I go back and forth. Like, if I if I oh, get cool. totally sick of purling, then I'll do left-handed throwing instead of left-handed continental and make it That'd work. be really handy right now for me. <laughs> I can teach you if you want. I might have to take you up on that and- I mean, we'll have to figure out how to do it with things being all, you know, infectious and everything, but we'll figure it out. So third beer? Yeah. Third beer. Okay. So our third and final drink of the night is Central Waters Brewing Company, Vanilla Cherry Stout. And it's a stout aged in bourbon barrels with cherries and vanilla. And I thought it sounded kind of Christmassy. Merry Christmas or Giftmas or whatever holiday you happen to celebrate. Have a good one. This one has Wisconsin cherries. Mine blew up. Mm. Oh no. And better oh, or worse, no. I uh, just switched to shorts. So I guess I didn't get my sweatpants. There we go. It also tastes Cheers. very good. Stouts are my favorite. Cheers. Well, I like the peach one. I can taste the <laughs> bourbon, but it's not as aggressive as some are. So I'm just going to stick with our first <laughs> drink. Sure. I should not pick beers for myself. <laughs> What do you mean you grew out of your comfort zone? Like, that's awesome. You, it's good to try different things. I didn't like it. And you have a very willing husband. That's true. He's already asked me if he can have the fourth one of the cherry ones. So. Drink them. <laughs> I don't know if you all could hear that, but he heard and he says, yay. <laughs> yeah. No, I like this. this mm-hmm. nice. So we have two listeners. Oh, that's sure. Yeah. Gosh, too. 
between Cole and Josh, we have two listeners, so that's good. Both Brian's parents said that they listened to the trailer, so I was very excited about that. I sent it to my mom, but I don't think she listened. My sister listened to it multiple times. (laughs) I think your sister is going to be our biggest fan on Facebook. Yes. That's awesome. She (laughs) kind of does that stuff for, or she has done that stuff for a job before, like managing that stuff. Getting back onto our topic, the big topic this time, besides our mini topic of how we learned in it, is how you can also learn in it. How to choose your first projects, what you want to go ahead and check out for resources, and some good starting patterns that we like and we think would be good for beginners or the adventurous advanced beginner. So, yeah. Caitlin, you want to dive in with what you think would be a good starter project? Sure. So, as as being so in love with dishcloths that's why we're starting with me because I just they make me so happy I don't know (laughs) and dishcloths are such a great project for learning new stitches too they're the they're the right size they don't take Mm -hmm. as as long as as even like a hat they're shorter than that they're usually in worse weight they are generally well they are cotton you want to knit them in cotton because cotton's what you want to clean things with and so it's not as stretchy so that's something to kind of be aware of if you notice that you're really tight knitter but I, I love dishcloths. They're a lot of fun. You can learn things and you can learn something each time, something small. So I really like that. So my first one uh, to recommend would be the traditional dishcloth, or it's also often called grandma's dishcloth. I have a link to Stacy Perry's one. It's free on Ravelry. And she also has other links on her website if Ravelry doesn't work for you. But it's, it's really great. You need to know how to knit, yarn over, and knit two together. And that's it. So I think it's it's a wonderful first pattern. You're going to end up with something beautiful that you can use in your kitchen. And if it isn't perfect, it's okay because it's a dishcloth. Yes. Second one is the copycat dishcloth, which I just finished my second one by Michelle Cross. It looks a lot like a typical dishcloth. Like it's got like the bands and then it's kind of fluffy because you're doing garter and stockinette. So in this one, you need to know how to knit and purl and then cast on and cast off. And it's 40 stitches a row, so it's, it's not too bad. And lastly, I think this is the prettiest one. Uh, the Variation on a Theme by Dawn Frisk. I'm really sorry, Dawn, if I'm saying your name wrong. This one is also on the bias, just like the Grandma's Dishcloth. But now we're doing slip stitch. So what we're doing is we're holding the yarn to the back and skipping every other stitch on every other row. And so it makes this really neat pattern. It's really fun with variegated yarns. Did I say it wrong, Kelsey? No, you're good. Okay, cool. I'm like, oh no. You do need a little bit more knitting knowledge for it, but not a whole lot. And it makes something really pretty and fast. And I actually think it goes faster than the other two since you're skipping stitches. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially once you get into the pattern of things. That's that's also how you do my favorite heel for socks is knit one, slip one. So Neat. Yeah. The, uh, who wants to take it off on scarves or cowls i don't mind kelsey oh okay thank you, Jess. <laughs> kelsey's in my upper left so i keep just throwing her under the bus <laughs> vroom vroom so with scarves they do tend to be pretty long so it can be a bit exhausting by the time you get to the end of it but using a thicker or bulky yarn can help with this my, my favorite yarn to use for a scarf is uh line brand thick and quick it's it's acrylic but it's cheap and it's big and it knits up very very quickly and it's, it's fairly soft and squishy for an acrylic. So, or uh, Malabrigo Rasta is another soft, big yarn. And their colors. So, yes. So and nice. then, you, then you get fun colors. But I think it was Kelsey who put in the Empower People cowl. Yes, it is. I, no, 
I didn't no? put it in. Maybe I did. But it is a really <laughs> quick cowl. <laughs> and she's knitted well, and crocheted it, right? No, I've just crocheted it. Okay, but just crocheted. I am pretty sure that the the knit version is pretty much knit, 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 and some decreases and increases, maybe, and joining it together. With If it's anything like the crochet one that I did, it's a nice triangular cowl that just sits nice and close on your neck in a DK weight yarn. So, yeah. And that carries um, a really that important a, message. It does. I made mine before the election. That's the purple one you were wearing in your picture, right? Your voting picture? Yes. Yes, it is. That came out so nice. It, so both of those, both the crochet pattern and the knit pattern or free patterns. And actually there are numerous patterns out there now at this point. And a couple of different variations, kind of a more of a handkerchief style, bandana style cowl. And that's by Casapinka and it's on Ravelry. Another scarf that's pretty nice to make is a fisherman's rib because it's not just plain garter and it's not just normal, you know, knit pearl rib. So it's pretty good for an advanced beginner. You do have to knit in the row below, which can be a little tricky to learn. But once you get it down, it's very squishy. If um, it's very similar to brioche. And uh, there's a really good tutorial on YouTube that we'll link in our show notes that I used. And that's another one that's nice in um, line brand thick and quick. I was able to knit up decently long scarf. I'd say about four to five feet of scarf in a week. Wow. With the thick and quick. So it, it works up very, very quickly. Aptly named. I'll have, to, I'll have to find the right pattern. But I did a really simple, easy hat in Fisherman's Rib. And I'll make sure that's in our pattern notes. Yeah. Well, I think Berry Pink Knits has one. I was trying to find it, but I have I've been trying to find it for a while because I wanted it to be my first fisherman's rib and I can't find it. <laughs> and then there's also headbands. Caitlin, do you want to talk about that one? Sure. So I have not yet knitted a headband, but I absolutely want to. And this one I liked a lot because it was called Headband with a Twist by Morella Moments. And it's a free pattern. And this one's actually knitted flat and then you sew it together. And so she has these great pictures and she has a video where you're kind of folding and twisting it. So it has kind of a neat like design at the end. So I thought that was really cool. And it's still just mostly knit, knit stitches, knit and purl. It's an English rib. And then there's a few hat patterns as well. I like the kaleidoscope hat. And that one is, I didn't put down the person who wrote it, which was bad on me, but I have it here. It's by Kate Savard, and I may be mispronouncing that. I apologize if I am, but I like doing it in Malabrigo Rasta, or Rasta, again, maybe mispronouncing. I'm not great with the words. It just uses slip stitch, so it makes a nice spiral of color. One thing that I think is really great about hat patterns, and I think a lot of people are like nervous to start with them, you could do, you, they're a lot easier than you think. And they knit up a lot faster, like compared they to do. a scarf. I know a scarf seems like a great option because it's just, you know, back and forth all the way up, but it goes for a very long time, unless you get a pattern that's going to go faster. So you might actually find that a hat is a great first or early pattern. I was listening to the Unraveling podcast earlier this week, and they're reviewing through, forgive me, because I don't remember the name of the book, but it's one of Stephanie Perlnick's books. I think it's Knitting Rules, maybe? I'll have to double check. They brought up the idea of a hat being a good first pattern for people to work on. Because if you think about it, you don't have to worry about 
turning your work around. You don't have to worry about which direction you're going. And then you can learn all sorts of different stitches, whether it's knit and purl, straight knitting, you're learning decreases. And really, it's not that big of your product. So you don't have to stay engaged for a super long time. The only argument I have, and I may just be hating on hats and totally the odd man out, had trouble joining in the round and finding circular needles that worked and like learning how to navigate circular needles for me was a lot trickier than learning how to navigate straights. So I am actually very pro scarf for a first project. Teaches you good tension, how to make even edges. And if it comes out a weird size, you're not going to know because it's a freaking scarf. A scarf cannot be too wide. I just say choose the scarf carefully. That's fair. Because if you hate the pattern, you're going to hate your life by the end of it. And you probably will not want to knit again. And if it's fingering. Do not do a fingering scarf as your first project. (laughs) And there are a lot of gorgeous ones out there that are. And just just let those sit there. Work on some other ones first. Don't start with um, And I did just yarn. look up the book. It is uh, Knitting Rules, explanation point. The Yarn Harlot Unravels the Mysteries of Swatching, Stashing, Ribbing, and Rolling to Free Your Inner Knitter. <laughs> Anyways, back to hats <laughs> and scarves. Of the hats so that I live, the only one that I could truly comment on is the barley hat because it does offer a little bit more variation. Sure, you've got stockinette, but then you do have a section of garter, and it's really just quite cute. It is, mm-hmm. and it goes really well with their flax sweater. Yeah, and it fits. With- the other one we have in our list list is Snow Day uh, by Jerry Birch. This is a great one because you can use just a really pretty yarn and knit all the way through with that same color. So variegated, even a, like a when the colors are twisted together, like a twisted yarn would look really great. It is in bulky yarn too, so it's gonna be a really quick knit. One thing to note is that it starts in the round and then has you switch to double pointed needles, but it explains exactly like how many stitches you need to put on, uh, or you can keep knitting uh, in the round, you know, magic loop. But it's just something that when you get to that point in the pattern, know you have options, but that's the way it's written. Uh, But I I definitely have this one in my queue now because I think it's going to be a nice fun one to do on a really pretty yarn. So that's what we got for hats. Um, How about mitts? Yeah, we got a couple of mitts, and I actually have not made mitts, so I'm going to stay far away from this because I have no actual experience, so. I have made a pair with no pattern that fit. Okay, that's impressive. I did one, and it sat for years, and then once I started knitting again, I tried to match it, and I did pretty good matching it. Nice. My thumb does it was not as good, and I still had not looked at a single knit pattern. That's impressive. See, you can do socks. It's getting there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do socks. I will. Okay. Decided to jump into the sweater first for some reason. <laughs> so there's million patterns out there. We have some. Uh, I don't even know if we need to go through all of them tonight, but there's some that are written flat and then you can seam them. And I think that's a really neat idea for a first pattern because it'll be quick, maybe either just or even faster than a dishcloth. Um, I kind of like that idea it. now. Yeah. And a Stacy. Um, from Very Pink Knits has a, it's not her pattern, but she has a video and it's, it's very, it's like she has a wonderful video that explains it. It's a free pattern. So that's, that's the first like fingerless mitt pattern that I saw. And I was like, that's so smart. And it's, it's quick and they're super cute. So we have those in our list and I looking through my list here, I I just don't want to say the wrong one, but it's on there. Uh, But are there any patterns we want to highlight? I, well, they're not mitts, they're, they're actual mittens. 
but the world's simplest mittens. I've made one pair of them and I intend to make a whole bunch more of them. I can find who the designer is, but they're really easy. Worsted weight mittens, nice cuffs, about 40 stitches or so. And all it is is worsted weight, stock and net, basic mitten. I think I made them in the course of a day. Nice. So take that. Your mileage may vary. But. Um, some other projects, they make, oh gosh, now I want to call them cup holders, coasters. Or they call them tea rugs. Like those, those are great fun first project. Uh, so are like koozies for your mm-hmm. beverages, be it soda or a not soda those those be fun first projects I think they'd be a little bit more ambitious just because the decreases or increases are going to be a lot more aggressive to get those angles but they're something quick to kind of keep on your radar and then there's also like some really good resources for beginners your local yarn store we haven't mentioned yet but if you have like a small knitting yarn seller business in your area generally they're going to be very very helpful they should have classes I know it's kind of COVID-y right now, but at least they should offer you some advice if you come in and say, hey, I'm having this problem. Do you have time to help me? Nine times out of 10, they're going to be very friendly and want to help you because if they have knitters in the area, they have people who buy their products in the area. So um, also Very Pink Knits on YouTube. Love their videos. They're incredibly, incredibly thorough in my experience. We also have slow-mo videos, very which much I love. So. Mm-hmm. And she's got them so well organized. I can always, whenever I get stuck, find whatever I'm looking for her mm-hmm. her. YouTube page really well. Yep. And Pearl Soho is another one that's really, really nice. They do a nice daily blog releasing free patterns and all these kind of tutorials. And then um, since I am a lefty, if there's any lefties out there struggling because Very Pink Knits and Pearl Soho both are right-handed, Bill Souza is a great one. He's a left-handed knitter and left-handed knitter is another one. Actually, it's a website. You can Google it. It'll come up. We'll link it in the show notes, but those are both good resources for lefties out there. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, please, please email us or me- message us in any of our ways to reach out to us. We'd be, yeah. we'd be thrilled to help you. Yeah. Feel free to join our Ravelry group as well. If you can join that forum. Otherwise, yeah. Like Caitlin said, email is fabulous. We're all very willing to help out. Oh yeah. But bug Kelsey first. She's the most knowledgeable. I'm kind of a toddler knitter, and I think Caitlin would not mind if I included her under that umbrella as well. So might even be a little lower. (laughs) I don't know. You're zooming right along, though. You are. I've got two uh, great Jedi Knights helping me. So, well, Kelsey is. (laughs) Well, I'll be the pad one under under Jess under Kelsey. Okay. What's next? Our next segment is uh, our IRL section. I don't know if that's an actual like abbreviation, but Brian and I use it. Yeah, it is. Um, it means in real life. It okay. is. I didn't know if it was just a joke that he did or if it was a real thing. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a real thing. It's real. I don't know. He's, he comes up with jokes a lot, guys. He's a jokey guy. <laughs> I love that you didn't know that that was actually a real thing. I sure didn't. It is. It's, it's a real it, thing in real life. S. M H. Yeah, shakes my head. Yeah, I I had to look that up. My mom thought LOL was lots of love. Aww. Yeah. She just feels love. That's good. Uh, that was good. That's all right. I was uh, completely confused by M W F S. Yeah, that's true. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was it? What What did I say that was? Something with fish oh. sticks. Man, something fish. Sticks? No, um, meat with fish sticks or um, meow when. 
frosting strudel. Meow and frosting strudel. That's it. <laughs> Which right. is still my favorite. Far better. So my, what I have written here is not all I'm going to talk about. Well, actually, I do have written here. You just, you guys just don't know what it is. Uh, so do we want me to go first or do y'all want to go first? Well, if you're going to be all cryptic about it, you can wait. All right. I'll wait. <laughs> I think that means Jess has to go. Okay. Well, Abby is starting daycare on Monday. She, she, I don't know if she'll be in the same room as uh, Riker. Nah, he's he's but... a smidge lower, lower. Okay. I wasn't sure if like all the one-year-olds were in the same place or if they did big one-year-olds and then little one-year-olds. So yeah, I but think she'll, she'll be in the one-year-old room. Mostly s- split up by six months. Okay. But I'm not totally sure because I've only mm. experienced my first three. Mm. Almost, we're almost room four. Might so. catch you guys at drop-off. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Abby yeah, can see your yeah. little buddy. Try and drop more golf balls on his head. I am still so sorry about that. <laughs> Oh gosh, no, he's good. Oh yeah, Kelsey doesn't know about this. So Abby Abby does this to herself. She takes a golf ball and she puts it on top of her head and she lets it roll down. She's endlessly amused by this because she's two. She did it to Riker. Oh, Riker goodness. was less amused. I don't think I don't think he got that upset though. He cried. It, it he cried a little. Like she dropped it from about an inch above his head. Oh yeah. Okay. Wasn't wasn't enough to crack him, but it was enough that he he was not a fan. <laughs> But they're, they're definitely going to get more playdates in the future. That's yes. And then I finished uh, Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik, and it's absolutely amazing. And Caitlin bought it today on Audible, and she needs to listen to it so I can pester her about it and actually gush at someone because it was so good. But it's also supposed to snow tonight, so hopefully Abby can play in the snow for the first time tomorrow. Fingers crossed I can play in the snow tomorrow, too. That's true. Yeah, because you have the bike. Yeah. You sure yours, Kelsey? So our our big excitement for the week is we bought a new fat bike. At least someone in our house bought a new fat bike. It has not been decided who really owns it, <laughs> but it's here. <laughs> Either way, hopefully it snows a little bit and we can go play in the snow in fat bikes. That's really our big excitement for the week. That's huge. That is huge. It'll be hopefully one more thing that'll keep us riding outside during the winter more. I'm already um, several miles ahead of where I was through all of December of last year for riding outside in December. So that's really exciting. Helps that this year, though, has been unseasonably warm, too. It does. So, yeah, that's that's really my big thing. That is a big thing. Caitlin, tell us your story. Yeah, quit being oh all cryptic. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, my goodness. This is, oh gosh. Okay. I wanted, I wanted to text you guys when it happened. And I was like, I have to wait because you guys are going to lose your minds. At least I did. Okay. Anyway, getting to the story. So we're, we, we know how cats are right in the middle of the night. They like play. That's normal. And so usually I hear and I'm like, yep, that, that's, it's 2 AM. This is just about, about when she does it. And so Thursday morning at 2 AM, I hear this and she's playing with something, but it's clicking. And she goes back and forth in the hallway twice. And I'm like, she does not have a clicking toy. I know this is not a toy. <laughs> so I wake crying up and she runs into her room with her clicking toy. And we've got like extra blankets at the bottom of the bed. She just stops at the bottom of the bed. And I'm like, shit, whatever it is, it's real. It's alive. It's something. And it's now in these blankets. So I'm like trying to like lift them up. And I'm terrified. And Brian's like, it's probably just a toy. And she probably just pushed it under the bed. Like, let's go to bed. I'm like, no it is something and so I'm like terrifiedly like trying to shake out these blankets really like as far away from me as possible like two fingers because I'm like it's a mouse and it's still going and Mel hasn't gotten it 
and it's not in the blankets and like no brian there's something she keeps sniffing around the bed like around Mm -hmm. this one corner and we have one of those beds that has has like drawers in the sides i think i had walked into the other room to grab a flashlight or something and brian like was like okay i'll look and so he pulls his his last drawer out of the bed and he's like well you're right (sighs) he's like you get me a box or something (sighs) i'm like oh my god what is this what was it it was a bat oh no (laughs) no it was a bat like we've lived here for two plus years and it's not been a thing and i've researched it and it probably won't be a thing because like they get through little places like if it happens a bunch then you might have a thing but anyways so i'm just like i'm pretty sure if like we could see my face it was just white and i was freaking out because i was like it's gonna fly it's gonna fly and it's gonna be everywhere and so brian found a shoe box and put it right on top of him because him or her whatever the, the bat was was just like on the floor in the corner underneath where the door was like hiding from our cat and then we're trying to like find things that he can slide under the box so that he can like bring the box outside and every book we have is like too too small and then he realized there's like a little hole on the side of the shoe box he's like give me a shirt or something there's a hole in the side of the box so i'm like trying to find a shirt and i don't know which shirt to grab and i grabbed too small of a shirt and i finally get the right size shirt and then we ended up finding the piece of cardboard in our recycling that I found downstairs and gave him. And he was able to slide under it. And so then he needs to go downstairs with this, this bat and this shoebox with cardboard and a shirt on one side. So I'm like opening the doors for him. And Brian went outside and let it go. And very, very manly and just walked away like there was an explosion behind him. And <laughs> then we checked back and the bat was not there. We set it free <laughs> and it didn't stay in the box. So Mello was like, she's declawed in the front. So he must have been safe, which was funny. Like the whole next day, I was like all worried that we set free like a bat that wasn't okay. But it clearly was because it was gone. And I checked our yard the next day too and it was gone. So yeah, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was a little terrified because I just really didn't want it flying around. I love like them flying around outside. I think it's really cool, and I think they do great things, but I do not want them in my house. <laughs> <laughs> if he comes back, you should build him a bat box. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, you probably have a lot of bats in your neighborhood. We do, and so I think he just must have slipped in somewhere. That night, we had worked out with Brian's parents, and I think I had left the door open a little longer than I usually do. Like usually we like lock it like because we we usually work out in the garage but we have most of our stuff in our back room for working mm-hmm. out so we had to grab a few things that we like to keep in where it's warm and temperature controlled and so I don't know if that's what happened I don't know what happened but yeah some excitement that I hope never, never is repeated and Mello is the most wonderful cat because somehow she can she convinced <laughs> it that it should just stay on the floor which I don't even like I don't know and then Brian's apparently a fat catching expert but yeah. <laughs> Brian's no, Batman. He's really good. He is. He is. He is the Batman Bat Whisperer. I'll have to buy him a Batman Lego for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> I texted my mother at 2 a.m. and I was like, "What do you do with a bat?" But of course, they didn't respond because it was 2 a.m. But at least you got the bat. <laughs> yeah, we did. Jess is dying. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> Just picturing you, what the two of you going through it through the night and being like, what do we do? In the calmest voice, because he knew I was like losing my mind. 
because I, I was trying really hard to help, but I was also very scared. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's really amusing for me and I apologize. That's why I waited because I thought <laughs> you guys would get such a ride out of this. I'm like, we have to talk about it Friday. <laughs> On that right. note. Where you can find us. We are, we're trying to be everywhere we can be, uh, but it's, there's a lot of, lot of places. So um, on Facebook, we have a group it, or and a page. It's Gravel Knits. Instagram, we're Gravel Knits, but no space. Uh, you can email us at gravelknits at gmail.com. You can also check us out on, on tap for today's beverages at Gravel Knits. Uh, Kelsey is your expert there. So if you do have any questions, you want to message her directly. Jess is on Ravelry and Instagram as ShadowCat713. Uh, cat is with a K. Kelsey on Ravelry is G-I-S girl. Instagram, she is bikes, brews, and use. And on tapped, Kelsey DJ. For me, Ravelry, you can find me at Firefly171717. 17, 17, 17. Instagram, I am Caitlin and Lloyd. And please, please message us if there's anything you want to hear us talk about. We'd love, love to hear what you guys want to hear. All right. Remember, keep knitting. Be kind. And if you don't like it, frog it. Frog it. Frog it. <laughs> I wasn't the last one. <laughs> I like it even better that we don't get it. <laughs> All right. Gravel Knits believes everyone deserves to be included and loved regardless of who you love, your beliefs, your color, your size, your gender, or whatever else makes you you. Please keep in mind that we are human and while we are trying to educate ourselves, there's always more to learn and any critiques are deeply, deeply appreciated. Hello, empty room. I'm glad everyone's going to the bathroom. <laughs> Welcome to the Brian Show. It's Brian and Mello. I love that Caitlin said that I uh, dropped the bat and walked away. I definitely didn't toss it out, scream like a little girl, and then hit myself in the junk while I was throwing it into the yard. Other than that, it was very factual and accurate. They both left. Hello, everyone's gone to the bathroom, so you're stuck here with me. Welcome to the Brian Show. Sorry, Brian, a little bit of mellow. Welcome. I'm glad to be the first guest on the Brian show. How are you doing today, Brian? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I brought another beer. Oh, a sour ipa. Good. We have a Bavarian mm -hmm. lager. It's a grand old. It's a grand old day for Bavarian <laughs> lager. 